What we're doing right now for the next few minutes is just going over some of the basic ideas that we did in calculus in the previous course. So here we go. Um, now this stuff you're supposed to remember from last semester. Uh, basically, we have a function, which is just a curve, and it can represent almost anything. It could represent revenue. It could represent profit if we're in a business environment. It could represent the height of a ball if we're throwing balls up and down. Um, it could represent the temperature in a room if that's what we're interested in. And what we notice here is that the function, right, the graph, the curve, whatever you want to think of it as, goes up as the profit, if this were profit, in goes up. If this were the height of a ball, the height is going up. If this were the temperature in a room, the temperature is going up. And then it's sort of coming down over here. And what we're trying to measure with calculus is how fast the dependent variable, whether it be revenue, profit, temperature, height, how fast it's changing as a function of the number of units that we're selling or the time. All right, now, here clearly you can see that this function, we'll just talk about a generic function, y equals f of x, so that the independent variable will be x, and the dependent variable will be y. And then each of these points on the curve we get by what? By just taking the x value, let's say a, plugging it into the function, and getting y equals f of a for this particular point. All right, and then we could do that, of course, for, for all of these points. And if we want to measure how fast y is changing with respect to x, well, geometrically, what we're looking for is the slope of the tangent line. Right. Now, if we have a second point B, then we have F of B, right? And the slope of this line, which is the secant line, right? This is not a tangent line, but the slope of the secant line is what? It's the, well, the slope of any line is what? The difference of the y's divided by the difference of the x's. Okay, so that would be what? f of b minus f of a, that's the difference of the y's, the change in y, if you will, divided by b minus a, which is the change in x. All right, now, when we do calculus, though, what we're really interested in is not the change over this big interval, but we're more interested in the change at a at a just one point. Okay, the change just at that point, okay, which will be the slope of not the secant line, but the tangent line. So we have a slightly, slightly different 
way to set it up. So let me just do that real quick. Okay. We still have a curve. I'm just going to draw um, a piece of the curve now. And we have the value of x, which I'm just going to call x. Okay. So that this will be what? y equals f of x. And then as our second point, okay, instead of calling it some other letter, what we're going to do is just move this x value. We're going to move it by h. Okay, so we'll get to x plus h. Right? And so the second point will have a y value of f of x plus h. Got a little crooked there. All right? So now the slope of this secant line, okay, is going to be what? f of x plus h, right? The y value of the second point minus f of x, all right, minus the y value of the first point, divided by the difference between the x's is going to be what? x plus h minus x, right? So if we just simplify that real quick, we get f of x plus h minus f of x over h, all right, which is the slope of the secant line, all right? And then if we let the second point slide in towards the first point, okay, by letting h get smaller and smaller, okay, we will then get the tangent line, okay, so the slope of the tangent line, okay, is equal to the limit as h goes to zero of f of x plus h minus f of x over h. All right, now this, I hope you remember from last semester, this is the limit definition of the derivative. Okay, and we call it, well, it's got all sorts of symbolic names. The f dx, the derivative of f with respect to x, or since y is equal to f of x, we call it dy dx. We sometimes just write f prime of x, or we could write y prime of x. So these are all notations okay, that um, represent the derivative. Right? And what it is geometrically is the slope of the tangent line. All right? Also last semester, we talked about 
the fact that the derivative, besides being interpreted as the slope of the tangent line, could also be interpreted as what? The instantaneous velocity, if we're talking about throwing balls or rocks up in the air. It's also the marginal profit, okay, or the marginal revenue, or the marginal cost, right, depending on whether the curve represents a profit, a revenue, or a cost, right, and then what all of these things have in common, and sort of the generic description of what the derivative is trying to measure is we're measuring the instantaneous rate of change. Okay? So, the velocity, the I'm sorry, the height of the ball, the amount of profit that we're making, the height of the curve, Right, the temperature in the room, they're, they're all changing, right? And what the derivative tries to measure is the rate at which, how fast is it changing? Is the, is the ball going up or is the ball going down? Is the height increasing or is the height decreasing? Is the profit going up or is the profit going down? Is the revenue going up or is the revenue going down? Is the temperature in the room going up or is the temperature in the room going down? Or, in a generic sense, is the function, is the y value getting bigger or getting smaller? All right, that's what we're trying to measure. And how fast is the function changing? As, as you can see over here, Right, if I draw a function like this, right over here, the function is increasing, but slowly. And then what? It sort of picks up steam, and it's now increasing fairly rapidly. But now it's slowing down again, right, before it does what? Before it starts to decrease, to come down, all right? And what calculus, what the derivative tries to measure is the rate of change of the function. All right, and this is, this is the definition of the derivative, okay? And I hope you remember that finding the derivative using this process took a little time and a lot of algebra. And so what we did was we developed rules for finding the derivative much more easily, and we'll go over those rules next.